review of the Christopher Nolan 2020 epic high concept time travel film Tenet. We are doing a minute by minute analysis of the film by conducting our own temporal pincer movement. I am on the red team moving forward through the film. Kevin is on the blue team traveling in reverse. How are you, Kevin? I'm good. I have a uh, a very blue team um, esque uh, briefing that I'd like to go over with you if you wouldn't mind having nothing to do with tenant at all. Uh, <laughs> a briefing. Okay. I'm scared. No, no, not a briefing. Uh, I'm going to take your temperature is what I'm going to do. Um, all right. previous, in a previous episode, I went through my most anticipated movies of 2023 with you. Um, I'm going to do a similar thing with a list of movies that I logged as watching on letterbox from 2022. So letterbox. Uh, okay. Letterbox is an app where you can track and review your all movies that you see. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Okay. I'm, I, by the way, I'm at the lazy stoic on there and also on all social media. So if anybody's listening to this and uh, if you, if you friend me on Letterboxd and tell me you're from the podcast, I'll follow you back. Um, all right. So I've logged every, these are new movies that came out in 2022 that I saw. Um, I want you to respond in one of three ways. Haven't seen it, and it's also a ranked list. So I'm going to go from bottom to top, and you're going to tell me either you you think I ranked it too low or too high. <laughs> I'm, okay, I think you similar... have no option to agree with me. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I... Uh, I'm also worried we because based on the last <laughs> game we played, I'm not going to see a lot of movies this I year. I don't think I I know for certain you've seen one. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's go. Um, At number 18, so there's 18 on here, uh, is Don't Worry Darling, a um, a movie directed by an actress, her second directorial movie, um, Olivia Wilde directed. Don't Worry Darling. Uh, Did not see it. Okay, it's not a complete movie, but a very good looking movie. Um, next, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say you ranked it too high. <laughs> it's the bottom. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, next is another uh, actor turned director, um, uh, the Channing Tatum directorial debut, the film Dog, starring Channing Tatum and a dog. Oh, okay. I remember the trailer for that movie. Uh, I didn't see it, um, but I think it's appropriate in being ranked higher than the Olivia Wilde movie. <laughs> I, I have like kind of biased on here. I don't really go to see new movies unless I think I'm going to like them. So I did like this, even though it's ranked low. I just don't think it's a great movie. Okay. I was actually like, my wife saw the trailer when I took her to see another movie on this list. And she said, why didn't you take me to see that? <laughs> and then I had to take her to see that next weekend. Okay. Right. 16. Um, the Disney plus uh, film animated kids movie red uh, turning red Oof. Un- not even familiar with that one no more Didn't... of a more of a girl movie you have boys okay. so i can yeah. understand you not seeing it but it's it's good not bad it's not outstanding um next is um the adam project 
uh, Ryan Reynolds movie. Yeah, that one sounds more familiar. Didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of more of a kids movie, I think, too. But okay. Fun. Um, uh, next is the weird. Oh, I'm sorry. Weird, the Al Yankovic movie. Oh, you know, I want to see that actually, and I have not. Uh, but I'm going to say you did not rank it high enough. I can already I, tell. I'm, I'm actually wondering if I ranked it high enough. I think the third act falls apart. It's a lot okay. funnier in the beginning. Um, uh, it's I almost it's definitely not as good as UHF, which is mm-hmm. okay. Weird Al's other movie. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, okay, next is the first MCU movie um, that I saw last year, Thor, Love and Thunder. Wow, I uh, didn't see it. Uh, it looked ridiculous. I can't believe it's ranked so high. <laughs> it probably should be lower. There's other MCU movies on here. Uh, next is Glass Onion. I, I'm that's that's actually very high on my list of movies to watch soon. I thought that, was, <laughs> I thought that came out this year. That came out in 22. Uh, December. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. I loved uh, Knives Out. It was really good. I yeah, I think Knives Out is better than this one, but okay. it's this is enjoyable. I think you get if you watch this one, you'll be like, okay, I get the formula of what these are going to be going forward. Yeah, yeah, those are fun. They're just fun movies. And I'm here for the formula. I'm I'm here to see the <laughs> next. I I can't wait to see what the next cast is. Uh, <laughs> uh, next is uh, a surprise. We talked about this one previously. It's a uh, Violent Night. <laughs> oh wow! Wow, <laughs> so highly ranked. Uh, <laughs> I love I'm, the trailer. Did not see the movie. <laughs> big fan of like I'm a sucker for Christmas movies, and this one it's not just a gimmick. It's there's some good Christmas crap in there. Um, I feel like your your tone on this movie gets better over time too. I gotta. I, I'm yeah. excited to revisit it like next Christmas. <laughs> your your initial reaction was like this is not a movie I'll be watching every Christmas, and your tone has changed to. This I'm excited to watch this movie again next Christmas. In perpetuity. That's what I like. That's how I rank a Christmas movie. Like, am I going to watch this again? And for how many years until I get tired of it? <laughs> All right. All right. Um, next, uh, next is another MCU movie, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, didn't see it. Another one I actually d- did want to see, but I have not seen it. A, a return, many, of, a return many... of Sam Raimi. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I love Sam Raimi. How many you've you've listed like ten movies already, and I haven't seen one of them. <laughs> no, I don't think I, we're we're gonna get to the one you've seen. <laughs> I'd be so. I'm actually gonna call it now. I think you've only seen one of these. <laughs> uh, next, we return to Christmas. Very surprised by this. Did not think it was gonna be good. Did not think I was actually even gonna review it. Um, A Christmas Story, Christmas, the legacy sequel to A Christmas Story. Uh, it's on HBO Max. Yeah, I heard about this. Um, I heard about this. I don't like it. I didn't see it. <laughs> I just don't like the idea of it. You're you're saying it's pretty good though. I I really I came in with the same interpretation that you did, but then again, I'm a much more like less cynical Christmas <laughs> movie viewer than you. And I was like halfway through, I was going, "Oh, this is a good Christmas movie." <laughs> like, all right, even forget about the sequel. All right, um, next, maybe you've seen this one, Pray. The Predator prequel. I did Pre- not, definitely that, did not no. see that. No, no. Second best Predator movie ever made. Really? That's what I say. Yeah. I, That's, oh, I mean, maybe not setting the bar very high. If you had said better than the original, then we'd have, we'd yes. have a problem. Um, Predator 2 was okay. I really like Predator 2. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember, I haven't seen it in a very long time. I remember enjoying it as a kid. 
it's it yeah. those these three that we just talked about followed the predator formula which is there's another movie happening and then a predator shows up and completely disrupts that movie <laughs> i love that it's okay that, that's the formula that they need to stick to in this and just change the setting change the hero um okay all right that was number eight number seven um i think my last mcu film um of the list which is uh wakanda forever the black panther movie we've Second discussed this movie. we've discussed this before i i did not see that i did not see the original or the, the first one <laughs> so yeah didn't can't uh, speak to those it not like not a great showing last year from the mcu but this was one of the better ones uh, i thought um, next i saw this movie twice in theaters uh top gun maverick oh yeah i haven't seen that i kind of do want to watch that though uh, yeah, I took it with my I took my boys, and then my wife was jealous, so I had to take her. <laughs> okay, so all of these so far have been haven't seen it, <laughs> right. even though you have haven't been seen, following the formula. I've been asking have, you to <laughs> have not seen. I know. I I just thought of the movie that I did see that you're gonna get to, and I'm happy that it's very high on your list. So number five, the Batman. Oh, only five. <laughs> What's better than the Batman? The Batman was great. Uh, just not perfect is what i'd say is that's you know why it's lower um so kind of tacked on if if you take off the third act it's not a very exciting movie if you tack on that third act with all the action it's just an, it's it, it yeah that's all i'll say too long too i mean but there's some there's like important i want to debate this there's important <laughs> themes in that third act that that make the movie whole that would, would have been argue. great if they were set up in the first act. It was set up in the first. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great. All right. Well, hold we'll on. Return I wanna, to the, we'll return wanna, to the Batman argument. I, two things I got to say before you move on. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, first, I, have, I was just thinking about this movie yesterday for some reason. I don't remember why. Um, and I was in my head because this is what us idiots on the internet do. I was thinking like, is that like, it's been like a year now was the Batman better than like the Christopher Nolan Batman movies? Uh, and I'm not sure that it was actually right. Uh, even though it was like a really good movie. Right. Yeah. See, that's where we differ. Cause I don't like a lot of the Nolan Batman movies. Oh, I really okay. just like the dark Knight. Um, Batman begins is very good. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. It's uh Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right <laughs> i uh, think it might be better than batman begins i i think so to no. give it some praise that you might respect i don't know right. i don't know I, moving on I, no well hold on I, <laughs> I didn't get to my i didn't get to my second point <laughs> uh you didn't rank it high enough i'm done didn't rank it high enough yeah possible okay so but then again you might not have seen this top four <laughs> <laughs> I, I already know though everything everywhere all at once I don't know what that is. Do wow. I? Wow. It's getting Wait, a lot you, of Oscar noms. You told me about this, actually. No, you did tell me about this. Um, it's. I watched it, and then I showed it to my wife, and she loved it, um, which is crazy because it's like a high-concept sci-fi premise. Um, I think you told me about this movie, and yeah. I, I wrote it down somewhere. I haven't seen it. Yeah, uh, definitely going to hear about it come Oscar time. They're going to be, if you're into that. Um Number three, Avatar, The Way of Water. Oh, no, 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 
no, I have no. This is ridiculous. I'm I'm physically angry right now. There's no way. There's no way that's better than any other movie you've already said. It's way too high. It's way too high. I don't need to see it to know it either. Right. Now. The first. So movie, you didn't see it. <laughs> no, and then I and I will never see it. The first movie was such trash. I don't know why I'm in such such the uh, minority position here. That f- the first movie was trash. There's no way the second movie's good. Yeah, that's it. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> All quiet on the Western Front. Oh, I bet that's really good. All right. All right. <laughs> I do want to watch that. It's uh, yeah, Netflix. I suggest watching it with the subs on if you if you can if you're gonna sit down and really watch it uh, because it's in German. But Netflix is that weird thing where they 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 dub it. Uh, they Squid Gamed it. Yeah, I don't. Nec- I like that if I'm watching like Squid Game where I can like casually watch it and like maybe mm-hmm. do the dishes during an episode or something, so I can listen to it without staring at the screen. But for something like this, like because they're, I tried watching it with the, the subs, or the dub with them speaking English, and their facial expressions were not matching what they were saying, Um, so that's just my recommendation. When I switched it, that's when I started liking the movie a lot better. Um, I actually think you could just not call this All Quiet on the Western Front because it's a very loose adaptation. Okay, I do want to watch it. Uh, I do watch everything with subtitles on also because I'm an old man at this point. Um, (laughs) But yeah, okay. All right. Uh, And number one, uh, and I'm probably on the minority this one because I'm apparently the only person that liked this, uh, is The North Man. Unfamiliar. Tell me more. (laughs) Tell me more. What is this? It is is a Viking saga uh, directed by Robert Eggers, uh, who did The Bitch and The Lighthouse. Um, Mm-hmm. It is the, the original story that inspired Hamlet, which is a Viking or Danish uh, folklore. Uh, a guy who um, avenges his father's uh, murder who by his uncle who married his mother. Um, but it's like Vikings in Iceland. Um, a, lot of, a lot of cool fight scenes and shit. Um, beautiful movie. Sweeping oh. landscapes. Um yeah, it's got a scars guard in it. That's uh, and that girl who's in everything. Um, Anna Taylor Joy. Yeah, and those okay. are like only two people in it. William Defoe's right. in it. Oh, all right. Uh, that sounds pretty cool too, actually. <laughs> um, so I really only one offensive entry on your on your list. Um, to be clear, you only saw the Batman. <laughs> I, but it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> doesn't change the fact of the offensive entry on your list. So the the way of water is the one you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's okay that it's on your list, I guess, because it's all the movies that you saw last year. But like, why it's so high and above the Batman? I mean, I think you did that just to troll me. <laughs> no, I set this up a long time ago. <laughs> Without thinking about this podcast, I just thought it would be funny because I knew you would be angry that that was low. <laughs> uh, and five, it's a top five film of the year. Avatar? <laughs> both. Both are top five. Uh, actually, I think both Avatar and the Batman got snubbed at the Oscars. All right. Um, yeah, we have a podcast. We do. We do. <laughs> 
I uh, can recover. <laughs> I can recover. I can recover. I, in my lack of movie watching, I watched a lot of television shows last year. Uh, I caught up on a lot of on a lot of shows, binge watched a lot of shows. So um, that's where I'm picking up ground right now. I'm watching shows that have been gone for like a long time that I just haven't seen yet. So yeah, my my argument was always like, I if somebody says season two of something's good, that's when I jump on. But I realize I have missed a lot of TV. <laughs> okay, I kind of want to make the same list, but for television shows, but. Yeah, you uh, should. Yeah. You'd probably but, get you, me. Maybe. Maybe. What was your favorite TV show last year? Just real um, quick. God. Westworld sucked. Um, Been on that was new like. last year? Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, that had new episodes last year. Oh, that had new episodes last yeah, year. Yeah, really let's go with that. Struggling. Um... I have a clear winner in this category. Uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. That was a oh, actually, that was super good. That was super good. Uh, I'll give you that. I was gonna say Better Call Saul, though. Oh man, that was last year. Yeah, those two. um, Yeah, I I would say those are two that I was, and those are ones I got on board with. You know, around season two. (laughs) Yeah, season two of Stranger Things was actually not very good, though. No, but one was so good that I was one, like, hey, yeah, yeah, one was very, <laughs> one was very good, yeah. All right, let's do this. Uh, you said you have a pretty uneventful minute. I have, I, do. I have an interesting minute actually. So, this is episode fifty, by the way. Oh, we did it. Uh, we did it. Yeah, that's <laughs> that means we've covered after today a hundred minutes of the movie Tenet. Uh, what a waste of time for you <laughs> listeners. And what a waste of time for us. <laughs> okay, let's jump into it. Uh, we're starting at minute marker 4921. Uh, we actually just wrapped up the conversation between Neil and the protagonist in a hotel room after the Oslo Freeport heist the first time. Uh, now we're actually breaking off into a brand new scene. We had a really clean minute cut here. Uh, now we're in Mumbai. We have a shot of the waterfront, and then we uh, cut to the protagonist walking on a ferry. He approaches Priya, who's sitting on a bench on the ferry. She's reading a newspaper. So he sits down next to her, and Priya shows him the newspaper, and she says, your work, and shows the protagonist the newspaper. The crash of the Freeport is on the front page. I copied the text here because it's fun. Uh, <laughs> Oslo Gold Freight Crash. Terrorism? Robbery? both (laughs) and then the subtitle is airport firefighters grapple with heavy smoke jet fuel and priceless art interesting that the newspaper picked up on the priceless art part you feel like that that's like uh, i feel like the freeport would have ways to keep that out of the press exactly it would be bad for business exactly it feels like an illuminati type of thing where that just would not be mentioned yeah (laughs) right Mm -hmm. um And then there's a side headline. I don't know why I noted this, but it's just worded so weird. Uh, Government to notify new standard for heavier helmets for motorcycles. (laughs) And I don't know. It's just a weird, a weirdly worded headline. But, you know, it's an Indian newspaper. So maybe. Hmm. Um, Anyway, protagonist doesn't answer. He actually gives like a really weird, mean side eye look to Priya at that moment. Really awkward. I actually suggest you all go back and look at that that look that he gives her 
uh it's weird it's just very weird uh prius says what did you find in the vaults protagonist says two antagonists one inverted we took out the regular one but the inverted one got away and she says both emerged at the same moment yeah uh they were the same person and then the protagonist does like he just looks away and he's like of course they were (laughs) like that's the look on his face of course (laughs) (laughs) it's like nothing can just surprise him at, at anymore right he's yeah he's at that moment uh Priya says, Satyrs built a turnstile in that vault. Protagonist, a turnstile? Priya says, a machine for inverting. Protagonist says, you've told me that technology hasn't been invented yet. Priya says, it hasn't. He's been given it by the future. Hmm. Now, the protagonist says, for what? He should be questioning how. <laughs> like, if, if, I, if I told you, hey, I got this thing from the future... Like, is your first response going to be, what is it? Or like, wait, how did you do that? (laughs) Uh, There's some some quick jumps in this conversation. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, He's he's like, "Hmm, I have to ask Neil about this. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) And yeah, so as a protagonist is for what? Priya says, you have the best chances of finding out. And the protagonist sighs. He's just like, oh. <laughs> um, she says, have you met him? Referring to Seder. Then the protagonist says, I was close. Now we have that classic moment in Tenet where the scene changes, but the dialogue continues as if it didn't. <laughs> oh, and we're at 50.07. We're almost done. The protagonist oh. and Priya are now walking down like a sidewalk outside. Um so I guess they got off the ferry and started walking and now they're picking up the conversation. Um, she says, what if you have something he needs? And he says, such as, uh, she says, the plutonium 241. Sater tried to lift the only loose 241 from under a CIA team at the Opera House siege in Kiev. He got the team, not the 241. Okay. Uh, some questions here actually for you. This is just about the end of the minute, right? Yeah. She says I'm following he along in the script, actually. <laughs> yeah. So he got the team, not the 241. Protagonist responds with who did. And then uh, that's the end of the minute. But like, does she know that he was the CIA team? I think so. Because like she says things in like, and this is really subtle and probably not worth really debating, discussing, but like, she says things that conflict as to whether she does, right? So she says, Sater tried to lift the only loose 241 from under a CIA team at the Opera House siege, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which she would probably not say at the Opera House siege. She would say at an Opera House siege in Kiev. Or maybe not. I guess maybe if it was like that famous of a world event, then maybe she would say the. But then she says he got the team as if she doesn't realize he was there, not the 241. Mm-hmm. So I don't know the way it's worded. Maybe I'm overthinking it. I don't think it matters. I don't think it does either. I think it's just the script trying to tie in what we saw earlier in the film to what's going on now. Cause this is setting up Seder. You haven't really met Seder. We haven't met Seder at all. No, I was just thinking that too. Uh, 50 minutes into the movie and no, we haven't really met Seder yet. Wow. 
Seder's kind yeah. of like the introduction of Seder is kind of the second act, right? Like I would actually say this is probably the start of the second act of the movie after the Freeport scene. Hmm. Do you think, yeah, do you think that's fair? Yeah, I, I think so too. Especially what I'm going into, if you think about, I'm going backwards into the you're you are coming if, into if, the second. Yeah, we're kind of both. If we break it up into three. I mean, there's yes. an argument that you can break it up into five, but yeah, I think we're both entering into. I think Sater, so. Yeah, Saderville, yeah. <laughs> Sader's portion th- of the movie. You let's see. You are. I, I'm well, going to yeah. Sader. In my all right, uh, you're you're going in. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Blue team is up. I'm done. <laughs> oh, yeah, lots in that minute, though. A lot of talking. I did. There is stuff in that conversation in the script that's not in there. It's not that pertinent. Mm. It talks about Cat a little bit. You didn't oh, talk wow. about Cat, right? No, we didn't bring her up once. Yeah. Maybe ne- yeah. in the next minute, actually. I don't know. Yeah. Priya says, You met Seder? And he says, I was close. She says, get closer. I've uh, I've been compromised unless the antagonist was a coincidence. The wife set you up. Maybe there's a good chance I get killed as soon as I go back in. This is always a suicide mission. That's why they recruited a corpse. That wasn't in your minute at all. No, not at all. Yeah, that's why they recruited a corpse. I like that. <laughs> that is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So he's a walking corpse. Kind of like Neil is too. Maybe. We don't know anything about his past. Well, we know he's dead in the future, which is the past of this moment we're in. Or whatever. (laughs) All right. I got car chase crap. Um, (laughs) Actually, this minute's pretty easy. I looked at my next minute, and I'm not sure. I'm going to take the next week to watch and rewatch the entire car chase to see if I can figure it out. Oh, wow. Because I don't know if I could actually explain how things get from point A to point B in there. It's I was like, oh, this is heavy homework time. But this is pretty simple. I'm starting at one hour, 34 minutes, 21 seconds. We see a sob, a gray or uh, silver metallic sob flipping in the air with the protagonist inside. It lands on the roof uh, with the protagonist upside down, struggling to put his mask back on. He is inverted um um, it's a bit quicker than the script details but the script details that the protagonist um after getting his mask back on and regaining consciousness sees expensive shoes walking to him (laughs) that turns out uh, to be satyr which is interesting he like ducks down to look in the window at the protagonist Uh, but we don't see his whole face it's Mm -hmm. shadowy and so you don't even I don't even think I clocked the first couple times that that was Seder talking to him because you can't hear what he's saying, but I have what he says this year. Uh, and he says to the protagonist, I saw the handoff. You made me shoot her for nothing. Uh, and then he said, as he looks at his uh, fitness tracker or his watch. I mean, that becomes a plot point later. I see that in the script. I don't know if you clock that in the movie that he looks at his fitness tracker. But he congratulates him by saying, you did get my pulse above 130. No one's done that before, not even my wife. Uh, and then uh, the protagonist says nothing. Um, he walks 
away. This is I'm almost done, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he walks away and he flicks a lighter at the pool of gasoline on the ground. And this is the most action movie BS in the movie. <laughs> where he flicks a Zippo lighter onto the ground. It catches uh, the gasoline on fire. It trails to the car. There is an explosion um, of the car very quickly. Uh, big gas explosion, and then like the, the flames go away, and then it's just smoke. Um, now, this is interesting. The We get then a close-up of the window which ice is over because he's inverted because he, that's right it just, that took me a while you came to it faster than i did <laughs> which which means satyr's also inverted because that dialogue is normal speak yes and he is he's wearing a mask yeah so that's why you know they're both inverted that's why they can speak to each other and also he's referencing something that just happened in right. the turnstile room so they both are moving in the same direction um uh, which just leaves more questions about cat. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's I have questions on an inverted satyr, which I assume is an inverted Zippo being able to ignite non-inverted gasoline. <laughs> Again, this is the whole uh, yeah. okay, inversion so of objects. Is the Zippo inverted or did he pick up a non-inverted Zippo? Like he just went through the turnstile. Like we don't, we saw him go. We saw him go into the. Well, you will. And did he then? Did he walk out and go? Okay, I needed. I need an inverted Glock. I need a, <laughs> I need a non-inverted Zippo to have a cool moment. <laughs> I need an inverted cigar. <laughs> they just hand him a nub of a cigar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I plan on unsmoking this. Uh, <laughs> sucking the cancer out of my body um <laughs> right wouldn't an inverted satyr undevelop the cancer <sighs> well i mean if you can heal an inverted yeah what is it wound, uh, yeah an inverted if you're if you yourself are inverted <laughs> if you get hypothermia from being set on fire then cancer shrinks instead of grows yeah he's misusing that technology i feel like he is yeah like he could have just inverted himself back until he was a young boy before he discovered the before he dug up the plutonium and got sick and maybe he could have lived the rest of his life uninverted without cancer there's a lot we don't know. Maybe he's been doing this for years and he's just tired. <laughs> or maybe he doesn't actually, maybe Seder just doesn't actually understand the technology. He's just <laughs> blindly following orders um, like Volkov does. Like yeah. uh, he's on a suicide mission and he just accepts it. Maybe, maybe. Um, well, cause they all know they're going to destroy the world anyway. So what's the point? Hmm. Or maybe he can only go invert himself if there's a reason or a purpose for him to invert himself. So he's constantly just looking for reasons to invert himself so that he can get less sick and that way buy more time in the uninverted world. Um, but that would require a lot more rules and thinking. Because if you think about it, if you keep inverting yourself to go back in time and then reinverting yourself to go through the same amount of time, 
it there's going to be what is it called diminishing returns or diminishing values like you, I guess it couldn't be the same exact amount of time it would only be it would keep diminishing over time whatever um it took me a while <laughs> to figure out why the because i was like is the car inverted but no it's the he's the protagonist himself is getting cold cold enough to freeze up a window that was really cold that's very cold yeah very cold uh, so um but you know and also i saw that in the script in other places where fire was supposed to put ice on people um, right i guess this is the one place i think we actually see it i haven't seen it anywhere else so it is in the movie i don't remember seeing it but in your in last week or the week before yeah it was last week Neil does say you're the the first case of hypothermia from a gasoline explosion. Ah, uh, yeah. So maybe this is the first time they've encountered that uh, particular yeah. problem. Uh, I okay. So the last part of my minute at uh, one hour thirty four minutes fourteen seconds, the protagonist wakes up in the shipping container covered with a space blanket, um, and there's no dialogue. But I did uh, forget in my last minute there was some. Uh, there was one line that was cut out of the movie from the script. I just want to read it. Neil Neil said, you left Ives and his team one hell of a cleanup. So <laughs> that that might explain why Ives kind of is a little <laughs> snippy with Neil because they're constantly leaving um, stuff for him to clean up. <laughs> that's a good point. Maybe that's that's why he's kind of a jerk in the third act. Yeah. Like he's just like, oh, I'm so tired of both of you, actually. Yeah. You're both, you're both just my biggest headache. (laughs) (laughs) How hard it was to clean up all that inverted crap from all you spread all over the highway. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's stuff everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, Um, yeah. I have a lot of homework ahead of me. What, what an episode. I hope you all enjoyed that especially Kevin's top 18, my top one <laughs> <laughs> movies seen in the year 2022. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening to the tenant men podcast. If you've enjoyed this program, please take a moment to follow rate review on whatever service you found us on. Rest assured, we will continue our temporal pincer movement of the film next week. And until then we'll meet you at the beginning. I'll see you at the beginning, friend.